ShareCare is the leading online health and wellness engagement platform, providing millions of consumers with a personal, results-oriented experience by connecting them to the most qualified health resources and programs they need to improve their health. It's time now for ShareCare Radio on RadioMD.com. Here's your host, Dr. Daria. Hi, this is Dr. Daria, and welcome back to ShareCare Radio. Ever feel like you're stuck in your comfort zone? I have with me today serial entrepreneur and marathon runner himself, Jesse Itzler. Also with him is so-called the toughest man on the planet, David Goggins. He's a Navy SEAL, triathlete, he's an ultra-endurance athlete, and he's about to run an ultra-marathon meant for a team of men that he's doing it by himself. Now, Jesse befriended and gave David full control of his life and activity for 30 days, so today they're going to talk about that month-long experience documented in the new book, Living with a SEAL, 31 Days with the Toughest Man on the Planet. And y'all can all find that at Amazon, so I want you to check it out. So both of you, David, Jesse, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. Appreciate it. I want to hear about these 30 days. And Jesse, I know you once said you were going to run 100 miles in Spanx to get the attention of your now wife, Sarah Blakely. (laughs) Which was harder, 30 days with David or 100 miles in Spanx? (laughs) They were both hard in their own way. So... (laughs) But but um, no, I mean, I met David at a uh, at a hundred mile race, and he was running the entire race alone. And by mile seventy, he had broken all the small bones in both of his feet. And I watched this guy finish the race on just pure guts and determination. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I met met with him after the race, and uh, I was so inspired that I asked him to come live with me for thirty one days. Now you talk about you know running with broken bones in your feet, and you'll talk about how much of this wasn't just the physical, but the mental. I know, David, you say when you think you're done, you're only 40% of the way there. Talk to us about that. How do you live that and how do you teach it? Well, it's kind of hard to teach it. I kind of found out through, um, I had two heart surgeries and I was born with a a very large hole in my heart. Mm -hmm. And I went through a lot of, uh, I went through SEAL training, a lot of military, you know, different schools and ran 200 miles. I did did a lot of things with 40% of my heart. Mm-hmm. And I had two heart surgeries, and that's kind of how I got the, the whole phrase of, mm-hmm. you know, the 40, 60 rule. So mm-hmm. so you had the heart surgeries, but you have already been running hundreds of miles before right. then, before I even knew. Exactly. Okay. And, and Jesse, how did you kind of take to that lesson, and how did you incorporate it? Well, the first, the, the first 10 minutes of David living with me into our journey, we went down, and he wanted to see how many pull-ups I could do. And I could do eight, and he said, all right, drop down and do it again. And I did maybe five, and then again, I did three and I was done and he said all right we're not leaving the gym until you do a hundred more and I said to him that's physically impossible and he said I'm going to show you that you have so much more we all have so much more in our reserve tank Mm -hmm. and I stayed there until I did a hundred so he showed me firsthand that so often we say no we can't we Mm -hmm. can't we can but we all have this so much more in us and we can all we're all capable of doing so much more that's is you uh, you went from eight pull-ups to doing a hundred more by the end of the day. I mean, I had to do them one at a time, yeah. one at a time, but yeah. What gets you there? How can our listeners get from, you know, literally from the eight to 100 themselves? Well, you know, I had a very intimidating guy looking at me and I couldn't really say no to him, but I think we all have it in us. Mm-hmm. You know, we all operate, our brain always tells us so often like mm-hmm. we can't or, or sets our mm-hmm. limitations, mm-hmm. but once you go past that, you learn that you're, you're capable of so much more. And that's what David taught me every day. What was the mantra? What were you telling Jesse right then at that moment, trying to get him to that hundred? Well, the whole thing was Jesse was very determined, mm-hmm. and but the, I, Jesse had to find out what pushed him. Mm-hmm. So in that thirty days, I had to kind of find out, kind of get in his brain to see what made Jesse tick. 
Yeah. So different people have different things that make them go. I had to find out what made him go. And once we found out what made Jesse go, what drove him, what, what, what kept him going, it makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Without having that carrot in front of you, it's just, it, you know, you don't want to do anything. Yeah. So you got to find the carrot that makes you go. Yeah, you're right. And everybody needs to find what right. their own carrot is. Exactly. And then really be focusing on that. Right. To get from the 8 to 100, literally. Yeah. You know, another thing you talked about, David and Jesse, was that you were kind of an accountability mirror. Tell our audience what you mean by that. That's something that I kind of designed it for myself mm-hmm. growing up. I had a rough childhood. Long story short, um, I got into saving my head at a young age. Mm-hmm. And I look at myself every day in the mirror. And I got into a bad habit of lying and telling people who I was. And I was not that person mm-hmm. because I wasn't proud of who I was. So I made up a story of who I was. So along that route, you, you always know the truth. Right. And we the, all know it on you the You know the truth. Yeah. And the truth was haunting me. It was haunting me that I wasn't the person I said I was. So the accountability mirror kept me in check. I wanted to look at that mirror one day in my life and smile versus frown and be proud of who I am. Mm-hmm. And I, I am there now. So that's, that's where I get that from. Okay. And, and what about you? What did you learn from that kind of accountability mirror, Jesse? What's yours? Well, I mean, Dave, well, David took no excuses to a whole times 10. Yeah. So, you know, and a lot of that rubbed off on me. And he had so many life lessons just because he had such a tough upbringing Mm -hmm. and had to overcome so much that it made me realize that, like, the stuff I was complaining about and the stuff that these tasks that seemed so big were really so small in comparison. Mm -hmm. So he taught me how to break down these big tasks and make them a lot more achievable. And uh, and that was another really big lesson, Mm -hmm. Um, you know. But... I was accountable to him for these 31 days mm-hmm. and yeah. um, I didn't want to let him down just knowing what he'd been through. Yeah. And we have to remind everybody that you literally lived in Jesse's house for 30. He watched what you ate. He watched what you did. And so I can see exactly how do you keep that now that David's not there? How do you keep that accountability there? Well, um, you know, he, I, I don't know if you can teach drive. Mm-hmm. I think we all have drive inside of us and mm-hmm. he brought that drive out and, um, you know, I kind of realized through our time together that I, I just want to build as many memorable moments and live as far out of my comfort zone. When David moved in, I was in a routine. Like mm-hmm. so many of us, you know, wake up, work out, come home, spend time with my family, and repeat. And yeah. routines are good, but they're also a rut. And mm-hmm. I wasn't getting better. And once he came in and kind of pushed my limits, he had a saying, if it doesn't suck, we don't do it. And every day we had to do something that made us uncomfortable. We had to get comfortable being uncomfortable to mm-hmm. get better. Once I started incorporating that, it became addictive. And my life, all the buckets in my life started getting improving because I was pushing my limits. I was tapping into my reserve tank. Can I just say, living with somebody for 30 days that says, if it doesn't suck, we don't do it. I'm really glad that you did that and we can take the lessons from you. (laughs) (laughs) Living by Casey. But you said, you made a really great point that you're both talking about being comfortable with being uncomfortable so how do you know all of our listeners who don't have David living with them how can they apply that in their life right now well I would just say that you know so many people especially as you get older but almost every day we hit some kind of crossroads we have Mm -hmm. to make some kind of decision and the only way we can really improve is if we take that step if we embrace change or Mm -hmm. we embrace challenge so it's you know doing something that sucks is is basically it's a meta, it's just allowing yourself to get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. to experience you know great things and to improve so i mean that's the kind of how how i looked at it 
And David? Well, I'm really big on mental toughness. Mm -hmm. And everybody in every arena of life is looking for mental toughness. Yeah. And they want the secret. They want the quick, you know, 10-minute ab version of how I can get ripped. Get me mentally tough now. Now. It's impossible. The only way to do it is honestly, only way to get mentally tough is to do things you do not like to do. You don't get mentally tough by, if you're great at running, if you run every day because that's what you like to do, you can't ever get mentally tough by doing the same things every day that you like to do. You must go outside your box and do things that make you feel like a loser, mm-hmm. make you feel things like, I failed. You have to let your mind feel failure, mm-hmm. feel I'm not good. Watch, you know, fail in front of somebody. Yeah. It, 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 it builds growth. Okay. It builds growth. You're right. Do something really hard. That, so, Jess, in our last 20 seconds, one tip for everybody to really embrace these lessons. Uh, is just, is just, I think the biggest gift you can give yourself is to not care about being embarrassed, not be scared to fail. Mm-hmm. And that's really, you know, David would put these challenges in front of me that I would think I couldn't do, but I overcome the fear of trying. And that was a great gift. And every time you overcome, you take something that you were afraid of or thought you couldn't do, and you do it. You teach yourself, and you just make yourself that much stronger and for, ready for your next challenge. And Dave and Jesse, this time just flew by. Thank you so much. And again, all of our listeners, remember, you can find the book Living with a Seal, 31 Days with the Toughest Man on the Planet by Jesse Itzler and David Goggins. You can also tweet them at 100 Mile Man and tweet me at Dr. Daria. This is Dr. Daria. You're listening to Share Care Radio on Radio MD. Thanks for listening. 